Theron, thanks for joining me on the uh, podcast today. Divorced parents and children of divorce. That's my topic today, and it's actually part two of the topic that I introduced two days ago when we looked at the issue of the uh, wishes and desires of children of divorced parents, what they want their divorced parents to know and to do. And if you are divorced, make sure you listen to part one or the podcast of two days ago. If you know somebody that is divorcing, considering divorce, or is in the process of being divorced, you might want to forward that podcast on to them and have them listen to it. It's profound, it's very important, it's essential for parents in the divorcing process. Uh, unfortunately, uh, a lot of parents just do the divorce and go through the process without really seriously considering the needs and wishes and the desires of their children. Now they take into account the children, and that's certainly uh, given tacit uh, consideration because obviously the courts are concerned with the, what is in the best interest of the children after parents decide to make the major decision and divorce each other. They want to make sure that parents don't divorce their children. And that's how children think about it as well. So here we are uh, looking at the issue. This is essentially part two today. And uh, we're looking at this as what the kids of divorced parents want their children to do so that the parents will continue to connect with them. They want their parents to connect with them to never disconnect. Or the other way of saying it, if that has happened, these kids want their parents to reconnect with them. So essentially in the divorce process, two parents disconnect. And in the process of that, sometimes kids get disconnected as well, and they want to be reconnected. Or they get disconnected with one parent, but remain connected with the other parent. And what they want is both parents to remain connected. So there's this process of becoming back into the fold, coming back into a connection with your children. See, just because you're making the decision divorce does not mean that the stress levels of your life are less. In fact, I think the stress levels are going to be greater upon a couple once they divorce because they have to do a lot of different maneuvers to maintain communications, to maintain relationships on behalf of their children and what's in the best interest of their children. Now, obviously, if they just throw their children overboard, then <laughs> the stress level is minimalized, by, I suspect, other than the guilt and shame that they experience. But um, ordinarily, parents divorce each other, but they do not want to disconnect from their children. They want to remain connected to their children. Even the fathers want to remain connected with their children when the courts are not particularly happy about that or prone to give fathers much consideration or due consideration. So it's a tough one for some fathers. And I've seen a lot of fathers in my office that in all probability should have reasonable access to their children, but the court's limited. And the mother limits it. And sometimes the courts will side with the mother in terms of limiting that influence. And children suffer. Children suffer when they do not have the influence Pact or the influence of their father on their life, whether they're divorced or not. 
Fathers play a huge role, tremendous role in the life of children. And uh, children need the father. In a divorce situation, everything needs to be done to make sure that the father stays connected and is allowed to stay connected and is facilitated in the staying connected with their children. Now, what are some of the things that these kids want from their divorced parents? Assuming now that the parents have decided to divorce, they have divorced, and now the child is feeling somewhat abandoned. They're not totally abandoned, but somewhat abandoned, partially abandoned. And that's bad, by the way. That's not a good thing. So what do they want? They want the parents to stay connected. So here's the deal. This is what parents, and this is what children will tell you. This is what children will tell you. They tell me this. They want their parents to stay connected with their teachers and school. In other words, they want dad, they want mom to stay connected with this school process. <clears throat> stay in touch with the teacher. Go to teacher conferences, open houses, school events, school programs. Drop in and observe. Drop in and be part of the school. Teach a class every once in a while. Offer to be a room mother or a room father uh, as time allows. They want their kids to be in the school context as they are on a day-to-day -day basis. They want their fathers, they want their mothers to stay connected with their teachers in the school. And both divorced parents have to make, take the initiative to make sure that they are informed. They get the school newsletter, they get the new school reports, announcements, they know when open houses are, they know when special events are, they know ways to connect with the teacher, they can stay on top of the grades, they monitor the grades on a regular basis, they're in touch through the school, through the computer systems that are set up by schools, and so on. Parents have to take that initiative and stay connected with their kids through the school and through the teacher. That's what they want. That's number one. Okay, here's number two. Kids want their parents to stay connected with their friends and the parents of their friends. You see, friends are very important to kids. Once they get on to age about three, uh, grade three, four, five, something like that, then friends become very important. And they want their parents, even though they're divorced, to know their kids, to know their friends, have them over the house, see them together, have them join in with family events. Have them come for visitation. Stay overnight. Have birthday parties. In other words, parents need to know the friends of their children. And children want that. But they also want their parents to know the parents of their friends. That means you've got to get out of the house. That means you have to go talk to somebody. It means you have to meet them at school. Sometimes you have to meet them at programs and events that take place. Parents they need to take the initiative to know the fr the parents of their friends. That's what they want. They don't want that disconnect where they have friends and then parents of their friends and then they have their own parents who have do not know each other at all and have no contact with each other. There's a sense of safety. There's a sense of belonging. There's a sense of bonding. There's a sense of being considered or valued when your parents know your friends and the parents of their friends. Okay? It's very important emotionally. Okay, here's the third point. Kids of divorced parents want their parents to connect with a family counselor. Now, kids don't like to go to counseling necessarily by themselves. They will go when mother and dad goes. They'll go if dad goes. They'll go if mother goes. 
to go with the brothers and sisters he goes. It's a family counseling process. Divorce is disruptive. Divorce is hurtful. Divorce is painful to children. And children need somebody to talk to that's independent. That's a third ear. They need that. And parents need to get their kids involved in a counseling program that they also participate in so that they all benefit in how to make this new family structure workable for all and helpful for all and a bond for all, even though separate. So, divorced kids want their divorced parents <laughs> to get in counseling and to take them and to be part of that and so that there is a mutual consideration, there's a mutual responsibility to make family life from hereafter a workable and a positive experience for all. Family counseling is necessary. Kids want that. Okay, here's the fourth point. Kids of divorced parents want their parents to connect with their coaches, with their pastors, with their youth leaders, with anybody that's a part of their life as a leader, as an adult leader. They want their parents to know the leaders that they are associating with. Cub Scouts, Boy Scouts, Girl Scouts, you know, and I and so on. In other words, if you're a dad who has divorced the mother, your responsibility is now to connect with your kids' leaders, youth leaders, adult leaders in their life, and be part of their life through that process. And same for mothers. Kids don't want to just be taken and dropped off at church. Kids don't want to be taken and dropped off at some youth meeting or some uh, club. They want their parents to go as well. They want their parents to know the leaders. They want the parents to know what's going on. They want the parents to be involved in the process. So as a divorced parents, you have the responsibility now is to connect with your kids at a very intimate level through activities and by knowing the coaches, and being at games and being there and being supportive knowing their pastors and youth leaders at church and going to church with them and being there and being part of that process, not just dropping them off. In any clubs that they're part of, they want their parents to know what that is and to be part of it and to volunteer that they're there. In other words, they don't want to be seen as some disregarded kid or some displaced kid. They want to be seen as a kid with parents, viable, active parents in their life, even though they're divorced. The problem is that a lot of parents give the appearance that they are involved in their kid's life, but they're really not. And where they're just there as a chauffeur, they're just there to take them to a meeting, just there to pick them up afterwards or whatever it might be, but not be intimately involved. And kids don't want that. They want the intimate involvement of their parents in their life, in these areas of their life of church and sports and games and organizations and all the things that they're involved in. Okay, that's the word. Now, number five. Here's another one. They want their parents, their divorced parents, to connect with extended family members. This is a tough one. When mom and dad divorce, oftentimes the grandparents divorce as well. The grandparent or the parents of the mother basically divorce the father. The parents of the father basically divorce the mother. So, sometimes these extended family members just kind of fade off into history and are not part of the life of 
the divorced parents of the other side. And likewise, there are many grandparents and many aunts and uncles, many cousins and so on, that no longer have contact with the children because their parents divorced. And that means that total extended family has been separated and divided down the middle. And I've seen a lot of kids that very much appreciate the fact that they still are involved with grandparents on both sides of the family, still involved with cousins on both sides of the family, still involved with aunts and uncles on both sides of the family, still involved with friends on both sides of the family. Kids, that gives kids that sense of being accepted and belonging and having value and having uh, personal uh, respect and regard and identity. They don't want to be a kid of divorced parents. They want to be a kid of active, involved parents who have active, involved, extended family members. That stigma of being a divorced parent, that stigma of being a divorced child, the divorced parents, they want to get rid of that because they want their parents to be involved and in that there's this ongoing involvement in their life by both parents, even if the parents divorce each other. They don't want to be divorced themselves from either parent. And I'm assuming here that both parents are good parents and that they're respectable parents, they're honorable parents, and they behave in an honorable way. Here's the last one. Kids whose parents are divorced want their parents connect with them personally. It's kind of like saying, connect with me. Come to know me. Get to know me. You see, in the divorce, you get so busy about taking care of all the financial arrangements, taking care of all your new housing arrangements, living arrangements, travel arrangements, getting places, getting kids here and there and all the rest. In the process of all that, a kid gets forgotten. And a kid gets put on the shelf. And the kid becomes nothing more than a lunch bag that you take to school. A kid can sometimes become more, no more than a bicycle that you ride on to get somewhere. Kids want to be intimately involved in the life of their father or their mother, even though they're divorced. They want to be intimately known by their mother and their father, even though they're divorced. They want to be intimately involved with their mother and their father, even though they're divorced. Kids want to be connected to both parents, even though they're divorced. Kids want both parents, even though they're divorced, to be connected with them in a very personal intimate way. They want these both parents to know them and to keep in track and keep knowing them better and better. And as they get older, to become part of their personal life, their intimate life in many, many, many ways. They don't want parents that will just kind of divorce them other than go off into the woods or go off into the sunset. They want these parents to be involved in their life. And that includes young little babies who can't speak for themselves, but I'm speaking for them. So there you are. Kids of divorced parents want their parents to connect in all areas of their life, in all circumstances of their life, in all institutions of their life, in all adults of their life, in all responsibilities of their life. They want their parents to be part of them personally, intimately, and to know them, and to ask them questions, and to have discussions and have conversations and have intimate discussions of their life so that their mother and their father both get to know them more and more over the years ahead as they increase in age. They like to have dates with dad. They like to have dates with mom. 
I'd like to have coffee with mom, coffee with dad. I'd like to have lunch with dad. I'd like to have lunch with mom. Individually. So they have opportunity to get to know each other. That's what's necessary. Okay, well, that's what it is for today. And this is the uh, Psychology Report. I refer you to my website, booksbyhedberg.com. And uh, in that, I have a book. Obviously, <laughs> Dr. Teach Me to Parent. I recommend the book for you. It's a great one to help divorced parents get a good sighting on how to be a good parent to their children. There's another book for young children called Kids Alive. And it helps the kids kind of get a handle on values and morals and uh, decision-making and judgments and observations and learning words that they need to learn to in our culture, in our society, like the word no. Sometimes kids don't know that word, don't, don't honor that word. They, so Kids Alive is another book. I recommend it to you, and you can pick it up on my website, booksbyhedberg.com. And I might say one more thing. I do a television program, internet television program, every Saturday morning, 10 o'clock, Pacific Standard Time, 10 o'clock Pacific Standard Time. The television program is under the title of Dr. Teach Me to Parent. This coming Saturday at 10 o'clock, join me. You can do that by accessing it through centralvalleytalk.com, centralvalleytalk.com on your computer, and uh, then access the television program, Dr. Teach Me to Parent. I'll be there at 10 o'clock on Saturday for an hour. So join me, okay? And bye for now.